across our community and across the world. This is Rahima, Karan, Iram, Shireen, and Adnan coming to you with the cut in the new house on the Blue Live on Live FM. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Cat in the New House coming to you live from the Wyndham Community Education Center in Melbourne, Australia, broadcasting from W Live on Live FM. I hope everyone's having a good afternoon. Today, we're just having a chit chat about uh, cultural disconnect and transitioning from uh, an old culture to a new culture. I have a wonderful group of panelists today. I have Adnan, Shireen, and Aram with me. And just, I'm going to kick it off straight away. I'll transition, I'll give it to Aram. Uh, to start off with, please introduce yourself and a little bit about some of the challenges you faced migrating from uh, your culture and then uh, sort of transitioning to here. Um, thank you, Karan. Uh, uh, I am from Pakistan and I moved to uh, Australia nine years ago. And uh, transition into the new culture in the new country was not easy, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when uh, you are moving into the country where uh, the language is different okay. and so many languages. Um, my background is uh, more uh, with community. I'm strongly uh, involved in community and working with community for community development and engagement. Sure. And I, not only myself, but I have heard the stories of so many people uh, while transition into the new country, the challenges. Okay. Uh, first uh, challenge for anyone uh, is a language, mm-hmm. uh, particularly if they are not familiar with English. Uh, so it is really hard for them to move into uh, the new society yep. uh, with the language barrier. Of course. Uh, along with that, uh, because we all uh, belong to different cultures and we have different lifestyles in our country. So when we move into the new country, it is sometimes it is hard and some uh, to move on and uh, important, it is difficult to uh, learn about the lifestyle in the new country. Absolutely. Particularly if you don't have uh, particular platforms available. Uh, to teach you or to uh, help you or to grow and learn in the new country. Yep. So yep. these are the challenges overall. Yeah. Uh, I think all families, even students or uh, refugees or uh, skilled migrants, yeah. we all yeah. uh, face this challenge. Everyone right? faces challenges when they're migrating to a new country. Yeah. So you spot on, hit the nail on the head. Um, I'd like to put this to Adnan now because I feel like you guys share similar backgrounds. and But maybe you have faced different challenges coming over here considering maybe you're a newer migrant or something like that. So would you like to share anything? Yeah, I think what whatever she said is quite right. But I was, yeah, I was here with the same background, but in a different environment or mm-hmm. scenario because I came here as a student. Yeah. So my life was quite hard mm-hmm. because you have to study full time and the environment is new for you. The education system is very different to you. Absolutely. So you are yeah. absorbing that. And on the top of that, there's a different culture, mm-hmm. culture shock mm-hmm. with you. And the third thing is this, you are trying to get into the market for job. So I think it's a more pressure yep. um, uh, coming in that stream. And it was quite hard, but at the same time, it was very enjoyable for me. Sure. And uh, how about you, Shireen? I feel like you have a, something different to contribute to this discussion. I'd like to hear it. Uh, thanks, Karan. Um, I've been in Australia all, like most of my life. I came here from India yep. when I was three years old. So there was, but um, I think I understand a lot of the different cultures that come here. Mm-hmm. But I'm losing and disconnecting with cultures of my own, like personal values and traditions that I'm so used to and seeing it changing in today's world. Like sure. I understand an Indian culture, mm-hmm. not all of it, but I understand a lot of it. But it's also about helping them to 
connect with us here as well yep, yep, and yep, yep. helping, you know, to me it's the culture of my own personal life mm-hmm. and the changes in who I am in this age group um, and post coma. Yep, yep, yep. There's a big cultural change for me um, which I'm struggling with adaption to the way of doing things now post-coma. Sure, sure. We will get back to that definitely because I want to hear more and I feel like you have a lot to contribute to maybe people who are already here, settled here, but are facing similar difficulties. Um, I'll throw it back to Aram. Now, we've talked about uh, some challenges that you faced and some new migrants face. Uh, what is something that you would say uh, affects everyone in general? So, you know, there's no outlier kind of thing. Would you say there is anything like that, like language barrier or something, you know? Uh, yes, I would like to share. Uh, we have, um, uh, what I have felt, a lack of opportunities mm-hmm. uh, to find the ways how to mingle. Okay. how to grow in the community. Right. Like uh, coming from our cultural background, we know only our culture. But when we moved here, we see variety of cultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we moved here at the start, what we try to do, we try to mingle with the people of our language and our community only. Sure. Uh, but if we, the people who follow this strategy, they uh, make themselves limited uh, to so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we uh, open our heart, uh, open our mind, and we accept, we give acceptance, mm-hmm. then we can grow more. Uh, now, I have a question. Uh, sorry I cut you off a little bit. Uh, but you're saying, so we don't, the, a lot of migrants don't have opportunities. They don't open themselves up. How would you remedy this, seeing as there's you know, a language barrier, cultural barrier? How do you get people who are refusing to open themselves up to enter into a new environment and accept it as i said uh, we uh, the important thing is we uh, basically the people who don't try to get mingled with other communities basically they have fear mm-hmm. of few uh, different cultural background things or whatever happening across the border or or anything yep. so uh, to overcome this fear the important thing is to see each other, to meet each other, to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I um, feel myself really a lucky person living here. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think um, it would be a great idea to introduce or implement that kind of buddy system like we have at schools, um, in primary schools, where um, like the grade six students will um, be a buddy to the grade prep students and in t- and like, welcome them into the school, get them familiar with things. Maybe we could implement something that like that with people that are coming from overseas and, yeah, that you know, be, showing them yeah. what what's here, that, what's to offer them. That will be the great idea. But what I was uh, talking about, because I am connected with community and I organize uh, welcome dinners. Mm-hmm. So the, the families who are coming here, for example, the students who are coming here, they don't go into the schools. Yep. Like yep. they have their own uh, uh, circles, uh, own social groups. Mm-hmm. So for those people, community play their role here. Yeah. So I feel myself lucky uh, to live in Wyndham, that Wyndham uh, uh, City Council provides a lot of opportunities to all culture, to all uh, aged uh, group people mm-hmm. and to all type of people visiting here. For example, even if they are visitor in community centers, they provide uh, different programs and services to mingle with. So for all uh, people, for people who belong to any culture or any um, any age group, they have opportunities to see each other. So they organize program in their languages as well, uh-huh. and as a as a 
social uh, gathering and networking as so, well. So, Iram, how do we get ourselves invited to these welcome dinners? Yes, <laughs> that's the opportunity. This is the initiative. Uh, this is the initiative uh, like I have uh, in, started personally uh, because I love uh, people from all different uh, backgrounds and yeah. I love to uh, learn from them particularly their languages and their cultural uh, food mm -hmm. and uh, their cultural activities I love to get involved in them so I uh, organize welcome uh, dinners mm -hmm. and invite people from all cultures and the platform at the moment is the Facebook page which I I'm see. running with the yes, name yes. of welcome place yep. and the uh, website is in progress uh, and once I develop the uh, the website then I would be able to grow more and you know engage more people so i have a question so you've got the facebook page and you've got the website in development but nowadays everything is moving to phones and apps so do you think there could be a possibility to develop an app that could help welcome people coming that's over? a great idea thank you so much karen for sure. that uh, i think i should uh, uh, i should uh, work on it yeah. and i think i would be required your uh, services all, all i can do is speak unfortunately <laughs> i can't really do anything with programming apps and all that kind of thing. well i could help you with the catering but that's part of the <laughs> cultural change that i was referring to is that um you know if you'd known me prior to 2020 you would have known that i could have prepared you a smorgasbord of food within the an hour and a half mm -hmm. and unfortunately after health issues and being a coma um it's actually you know sort of how made me take a step back and have to change the way that I do things and one of the things that I have to change is how I cook mm -hmm. I have to actually sit down and peel potatoes and cut <laughs> onions and stuff and then have it all in bowls ready to <laughs> when I'm standing up preparing so you know, instead of cooking a lot of meals in one hour, I'm only cooking one meal in an hour. And that's been a big cultural change for me yeah. Yeah. because I love cooking and I would have been someone that would have quite, you know, um, without hesitation offered to cook for your welcome dinners yeah. and to be part of that, you know. Yeah. And I have something to add on. I think when, when we are arriving in Australia, we have to fill a form in the airplane. And then you can request them to add, do you have downloaded the Aram's app? That's a good suggestion, honestly. Um, if you're just joining us here again today, uh, just a reminder, this is the Cat in the New House coming to you live from Wyndham Live on Live FM. We're broadcasting from the Wyndham Community and Education Center. And with us today, uh, myself, Karan, and Rahima, Aram, and Shireen, and Adnan as our wonderful, wonderful guests. Uh, I would like to add one thing. Uh, I have already in my mind, once I develop my uh, website and the community organization, I'm planning to uh, connect it with the in, with the Department of Immigration. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was very much interested uh, to partner speak to with, Peter Dutton before yes, when yes, he yes, was... Yes, uh, yes. And, then, and, and then partner with Melbourne Airport to, yes, to yeah. put yes. your advertising. So, I, uh, yeah, so the, I, I have got two um, uh, plans, uh, the two stakeholders in my mind. First is the uh, Department of Immigration. The other is the council when they organize the citizenship uh, ceremony I so i think uh, in the in the paper what they provide the uh, the booklet yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, they should print the uh, the link of my app yeah. and some details about the welcome project Absolutely. Uh, so they can connect directly with me and particularly when someone is arriving there maybe the visa officer there should be some room who will be providing uh, <laughs> some details about that the first thing you need to do is to connect with the welcome <laughs> so along with your your typical little native tree that you receive yeah. from the council you'll get a, a menu from a <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome to now. Uh, catered, catered by Shireen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I, I have a question. Uh, this is sort of a transitioning into Shireen's territory now. We talked about apps and app development, Facebook, websites, that kind of thing. Uh, but I would like to move to technology. So your cultural change is more from how you used to live before to how you live now. Yeah. How do you think technology contributes to that change? Um, unfortunately, um, like I see technology as a wonderful tool for so many different things, including like looking up a favourite song from years ago or things like that. But um, I've actually felt a really big disconnect and cultural change mm -hmm. in my family and um, that my children have relied on the social media, you know, their phones um, as their tool for social, social interaction sure. for a lot of the daily out, um, comings and goings. And it sort of um, disconnected them from communication with me because they're going into their room and communicating on their phones and, like, so it makes it really difficult with a face-to-face -face interaction. Right, right. So regardless of how easy it is to connect to someone, you know, 2,000 kilometers away, the connection that's intimate, that's face-to-face -face is gone, is what and you're saying. That's gone. And the other thing is that connection with somebody on, say, Facebook or FaceTime or, or even, you know, thousands of kilometers away overseas, um, what they see and what they're actually getting are two different things because, sure. like, you know, when I was in a coma, my family had to speak to me via telehealth on a Zoom Um they were together. They were in a group and they mm. had to talk to, to me together. They didn't have that personal one-on-one -on -one time with me through a screen. They couldn't really tell me if they were upset. They yeah, couldn't yeah. really, you know, hold my hand and cry. Yeah. They couldn't even get angry because they were with each other and they all probably felt. I'm not sure if they did, but it, it looked like they felt like they had to be strong and not show their fear sure. and sometimes those things are not coming across. So that intimacy is yes, gone, is what you're what saying. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. And that's quite interesting what you're saying. It's it's essentially saying that even though we can connect to whoever we want, there is absolutely no connection between the people that are close to us. Uh, it's not absolutely no, but it's just not all it's not all like there. visible. It's sure, not all actually sure. visible and not, not all real. Like remember um, during COVID, everybody was probably, you know, doing FaceTime with people or even working and, you know, they'd all have a, a shirt and tie on, but their pajama pants on the bottom. Absolutely, you know? so like, guilty. <laughs> so it wasn't the truth, yeah. but it was a great, great way to, you know, still be in your pajamas and be comfortable. I, I get that. Yeah, you know, aspect yeah, I get what you mean. I get yeah. what you mean. Now, um, going to Adnan for a little bit. Now, you've said how uh, technology can disconnect society from each other, even if it's uh, you know, not even a lot. There's still that disconnect that's happening. But Adnan, I want to ask you, did technology play any part in your sort of coming as an immigrant, making it easier for you to assimilate here? Because you are from a younger generation mm. of immigrants. So maybe there was uh, something that technology did to help you? Yeah, I think in the initial period mm. when you are in a very shock while after no after few sudden excitements mm -hmm. then there comes a period of shock and then in that phase it is it plays really very important role because by that time you are very fresh you haven't developed the relations of very strong mm -hmm. here yet and then you start missing your family at that time by using this technology you are you get connected to your family sure. more sure, and sure, then sure. they are really very helpful in that phase Fantastic. And, you know, as a student and stuff, I'm assuming mm. technology played a big, big role. Yeah. And uh, like over throughout COVID and everything like that. Um, 
what else would you say maybe helped you in uh, easing that change, that shift in culture? Uh, I think uh, for me, I'm the people like me. I really tried, uh, love to try new things and new mm-hmm. experiments in my life. Sure. Yeah, like I have very interesting stories. Like it was just the second day I arrived in Australia, and I wake up there. A lot of people were gathering. I just realized they're going to church. I just went there. Yeah. And the people were so surprised. You came. You arrived in Australia yesterday, and you are in church tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Here you don't know anyone. I said, yeah, this is. So if you are more open to the society where sure. you where you are coming, and you really want to learn different peoples and cultures, and you really want to get involved, that thing helps a lot. It's an interesting piggyback off of what Aram said earlier when uh, she she said people need to be more open to yeah. the culture that they're coming into you know people stay closed they stick with their own culture and they tend to be closed off so what you're you're agreeing with her essentially by saying yeah. that you should be open yeah to where you're like you are connected to your community definitely mm. but along with that you are you are trying to open with the new culture you're sure. arriving sure. that helps a lot it's funny that you talk about that too because my husband actually came from El Salvador um, when he was 16 mm. and, um, you know, he was telling about all the different places that he'd been around Melbourne, Victoria, and I hadn't even been to three quarters of those places. <laughs> and, and it was, you know, because his dad and his mom were like, let's get on the train and just go anywhere. Like let's just yeah. go try. And like there was one time where they came to Werribee, mm. caught the caught the train because they wanted to go to the Werribee Zoo and they get to the Werribee Zoo and it was like, closed and they couldn't make it in <laughs> and then they had to run back all the way to the train station to catch the last train because back then the last train might have been at about five o'clock yeah, you know? yeah, now yeah, it's like time. you know yeah. midnight well, 12, one or two yeah. o'clock you know mm-hmm. so enough. it was yeah they they went they got out there they got to they went to learn about the country and what people do and, and they even got told to watch like you know home and away to learn the lingo <laughs> so, like, like, I would uh, like to uh, share uh, my experience then in fact the, uh, during uh, organizing the welcome dinners mm-hmm. because at the end we always ask for feedback and uh, my welcome dinner is about the newly arrived to bring them closer to establish Australians so uh, what the, the feedback I received from the newly arrived that they wanted to learn more about Australia and the culture and the society and the lifestyle Mm. So then I found it's uh, really uh, badly we need to uh, to help them learning about different services and how we live here, what are the services available for us mm-hmm. in daily routine life. Then I added uh, uh, the professional presentation in my welcome dinner, though mm. uh, it seems like what about the dinner with the professional presentation. Yeah. But what I did, I made it a casual and during our uh, dinner, uh, I invite any professional uh, to talk about something. For example, banking in Australia. If someone is new in Australia, mm-hmm. it's a helpful. Though for us who are living there for more than 10 years, that's fine for them. Not a big deal. Yeah. But for a new person, mm-hmm. you can't imagine how helpful is that just mm-hmm. to know about how to open a bank account oh, in absolutely. Australia. Yeah. For example, I organize a presentation about um, uh, about football in Australia. Mm-hmm. Like uh, people think that they can only play if they want to play, mm-hmm. but there are more opportunities and career uh, growth in uh, football as well. Like I support Werribee Football Club and North uh, Melbourne Football Club. Right. Mm-hmm. So I uh, invite them to deliver a presentation about it. That's amazing. So these types of, for example, I invite uh, a practitioner to uh share a presentation, a casual uh, presentation and some meditation about mental health. Right. So these types of things, uh, these types of topics 
the newly arrived particularly they want to uh, learn more about how mm-hmm. it develops in australia so this is also a part of my welcome dinner and i found it really helpful for people like i invite uh, someone from council how to um uh, use your bins means what is the cy- recycle bin for mm-hmm. what is the rubbish bin for sure, so these sure. are very very um, small information little things that we take yeah. for granted yeah. yes yes yeah. but for newly arrived it is very important it's crucial yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah. just uh, just letting you guys know if you're just tuning in this is cat in the new house uh coming to you live from windham live on live fm broadcasting from the windham education and community center and with me today are eram shireen and adnan uh so i'd like to sort of shift the conversation a little bit uh still talking about culture but more so between yourself and your like your culture so when you for example when eram and adnan when you guys immigrated to australia did you find yourself disconnecting from the culture you left back home was there ever a point where you thought to yourself well i'm neither here nor there and you had to try and figure out where you fit in in between Uh, I'd like to open it to Aram first. Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. I would love to talk about it. Right. Of course, when I moved here, so I had high expectations from my community and mm. that's the first thought that I will connect with the people who can understand my language. Mm. When I came here, then I found, oh, that's fine. I'm from Pakistan. They can understand my language Urdu, but there are Indians as well. Yep. They can understand my language as well. Mm. and uh, we have like sharing the uh, cultural background you know uh, uh, quite similar yeah, yeah. so uh, we can uh, engage with them like i have more than one community mm-hmm. uh, but then i found uh, that i shouldn't be like this is my experience but everyone of course they can um, they can disagree with sure. me uh, but this was my personal opinion then when i thought if i will be limited to my community only then when will i see other people Mm-hmm. how would i see other people and like i'm not living in pakistan at the moment i'm living in australia a great opportunity yep. to meet the people from all around the world yeah, so wh- why should i uh, lose this opportunity yeah. it's so similar to what my husband said to me because i was trying to learn spanish i was watching these spanish novellas you know <laughs> and then i was trying to say things in spanish to me he's like Why are you speaking Spanish? If I wanted to marry a Spanish woman, I would have married her. <laughs> so, so, that, so then what what I planned, how to meet them. Yeah. Uh, the first opportunity I got was a community center and I found uh, an opportunity to attend a open uh, open table lunch. Yep, yep, yep. So there were a group of people and they were organizing, they were cooking, uh, you know, they were friends and voluntarily they uh, were cooking and then feeding people. I found this opportunity to bring my culture uh to the community mm-hmm. so then i offered them that oh uh, i would like to cook something for you yep. uh from uh, for my culture background and sure. then i joined them and uh, what happened uh within within a year there was not only me but people from uh, other culture also uh, uh joined us yeah. and i started uh, sharing different types of meals not only one type of meal but different mm-hmm. types of meal and over there i got opportunity to meet people who were coming there to uh, uh, to eat mm-hmm. uh, for that um, in open table lunch mm-hmm. and the the volunteers who were coming from different background as well so there was an opportunity to introduce my culture and uh, learn their cultures. learn yeah, yeah, their yeah. culture and you know food is the is the best thing it's the main thing to introduce a culture 100% i absolutely absolutely if you could see me right now i'd absolutely be <laughs> now, what about you adnan uh you uh, would you like to share anything like uh, any disconnect you felt from your culture when you came here no actually it might be because i was so thirsty 
like to learn about new things that i didn't feel it much Fair uh, so since day one i have been like joining different com- clubs community visiting local councils sure. even second day making my local library card and so exciting so i i really didn't feel that much so you were excited to mingle with a new culture yeah, but exactly. also very strong within your own exactly. fantastic that's great to hear i think adnan we were talking earlier before the show and you were talking about some of the things that you were you were raised knowing about some of the history and stories of your cultural background like you know the the persian um, man, what was his the, name? The love story? Yeah, the love story. What was his name? <laughs> yeah, Shireen actually, and, Sh- Shireen and Farhad. Farhad, Farhad oh, you know, Farhad, and, yes. and you were talking yeah. about love and, yeah. you know, if you want to prove your love. So, like, I mean, I think that you bring good cultural things to this country yeah. with your values. And, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I mean, I was born in India myself and I come and we were taught to always address any person that's older than us is auntie and uncle. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and like, I think that was the funniest thing because when my husband had to meet all my aunties and uncles, it was at a dance hall and, you know, there's over a thousand people. Then he just thought, oh my goodness, how many aunties and uncles does she have? Absolutely. <laughs> um, as you are talking about bringing uh, cultural values to uh, this country or to this society, I would like to add like how I thought, uh, I think, um, a lot of things we can bring, the positive things mm. uh, and the shared things we can uh, bring from our culture and from our faith mm. to share here and yes. and help community this way. So what I thought, um, uh, here we have, uh, you know, Halloween, um, like every year. Trick-or-treating. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, uh, yes. Children come and then they ask for uh, chicken treat and yeah, yeah yeah so the first time when i uh, when i had the children then my daughter was asking mama uh, why why don't we should do this as well like anyone can come and anyone mm. can go to anyone's house i said uh, yeah that's fine we can do but why not uh, we should bring something from our culture to mm. introduce our things to others as they are introducing their things to us then i thought uh, then what i did uh, in fact neighborhood and the rights of neighborhood is very important in our uh, faith yeah and we have been recommended and advised to help uh, the neighborhood and take care of them mm. so uh, what i did i i think uh, in first go the first time i uh, had 20 or more than 20 uh, uh, chocolate bars, yeah. the big bars, and then I uh, decorated them in a tray yeah. because this is our culture thing. And back in our country, uh, we uh, cook some sweet and share in our neighborhood at different occasions. It's it's up to us whenever we want to. So here, because of the you know hygiene and you know everyone is not comfortable with the cooked food, yeah. so I. Um, I used the packed uh, chocolate means no one would mind for it. So then I decorated the tray and then we both, my, my myself and my daughter, we went to uh, the neighborhood. I thought this is a great opportunity uh, to introduce myself to the neighborhood and uh, means let them know that I am here and, and maybe yeah, mingle yeah, with yeah. each other. It's another uh, like networking. Networking, yeah. So I yeah. went to, the, and uh, this way, like I think I distributed two, T- uh, 10 to 20 uh, uh, houses wow. in my street and like people were really surprised and shocked oh um do i have to pay for it <laughs> no 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 uh, this is from me why 
I just wanted to share my happiness with you. We have this particular occasion at that time and this, 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 this. And that's why I thought, why not share with my neighborhood? And this way I will introduce myself to you and I would know about you. So then I found, oh, I have people from Bangladesh, from India, from New Zealand, mm -hmm. from different cultural background. And it was so good. Means with, Then I continued it. And after every three months, I am at their door. And then I promoted this idea then I change sometimes cheesecake, right, some right, right, sometimes right. chocolate, sometimes something. And then I started packing the gift, uh, different gifts. What? No biryani? No curry? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, this is what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. That's a good because, question. Let me share. Because because uh, when uh, after my marriage, especially me and my wife love cooking. And after that, there was a lady next door because she was living alone. So one day I just knocked her door in the in the morning and then I said this is alu wala pratha this <laughs> yeah. is the this is a potato naan she said no I, I this might be spicy I said okay have it with the plain yogurt and then next week she was she came and she was asking me didn't you make alu naan again <laughs> <laughs> I would like to share that what happened when I introduced myself and in my street, I found two uh, uh, families from Indian background yeah. the first thing they asked me oh Chocolate, not biryani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, um, because I was not sure about if you would feel comfortable. Yeah. Oh, come on. We are open to your biryani. No, so when you Especially are... I would love to add here about the Melbourneian. The good thing is this. They always love trying new, new things. Yeah. Yeah. Even... Yeah. Yeah. Even when, even whenever I go to new my place of work, the people start come to me. Could you recommend me any good restaurant from Pakistani restaurant? <laughs> oh wow! And, and in my start, I was surprised, but I really love this whole Melbourneian love to go and try new things, especially yeah. new food. Yeah, cultural change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cultural yeah. change. It's very, it's very good thing here. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. The, the very yeah. accepting of different yeah. cultures. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. No, nothing more beautiful than getting out of your car. And smelling the aromas from your neighbors in town, yeah. yeah. thinking, "Gosh, yeah. I got to get to know them." <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, one like you know, one of the last things I would like to ask is: Is there any things you would personally like to see changed in you know the way, for example, the way we welcome migrants or the way we uh, go about with uh, like people who have had a change in their culture? Is there anything you'd like to see changed personally? Well, I believe that this show is called The Cat in the New House. Yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe we need to look at the different types of cheeses we have in our house. Fantastic. You know? I like it. So a camembert, brie, yeah. mozzarella, that exactly. kind of thing. Okay. Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. There we go. I knew I missed one. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Erin? Would you like to see anything changed? As I said, uh, I would like to improve and add, as I have already discussed about my welcome place. I have developed the idea of welcome place. Like in future, it will be a community organization, inshallah. Yep. Uh, a welcome place is a platform uh, and welcome everyone yep. for so many uh, opportunities and learning. For example, to start with welcome place, that's the first initiative yep. uh, I have already taken. And along with that, um, because now we are living in Australia, so uh, the the problems and the challenges we are facing, though we belong to different cultures, but as an Australian, we are facing some mutual challenges. Yeah. So I am really uh, uh, concerned about those challenges and I really want to work on it. Mm -hmm. 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल वेल बींग पर्सनल वेल बींग फैमिली वेल बींग एंड एंड लर्निंग एंड एंड ग्रोइंग एंड employment opportunities and and so many other things as well sure. so uh, i have uh, developed this platform to organize different forums sure uh, bringing uh, people from different communities to uh, talk about it and uh, share their challenges and how we can work together to overcome these challenges or the advices fantastic along fantastic. with that means the workshop uh, if we need to grow and we need to learn the mutual uh, problems mm. we face as a as a culture Uh, as a as a as a person or as a family or as a community uh, we need to talk about and uh, get more uh, understanding uh, gotcha. how to overcome those things so these are the platforms i i, I will just want to add from my prospect what i found that there are a lot of facility and services that sure. are available uh, but what i felt there is a bit of misconnection or gap like the person who want to uh, avail that and between the facilities like i was like i told i was very like want to try a new thing myself so i was visiting the local councils community centers and then seeing there are notices on there taking pictures what they are offering different programs like i think there must they uh, they must try to be more focused like if somebody arrive there should be a welcome pack in which there will be all the information pamphlets it and especially when you are coming into the local council local council should also offer you such kind of information pack or they should be more active on facebook yeah. like like for me after experiencing a lot of thing when i go back to my community and inform i have done this i have done that and they say oh really does these things exist here yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. i think that a lot of things are there and the australian government and local councils are doing a lot but yeah. just they need to cover this gap reaching yeah. the people right And in line with that, I think that um, the interfaith group that is here in the city of Wyndham, yeah. it would be good to introduce maybe a pastoral care team oh, yeah. that could address something like that as well. Fantastic idea, Shireen. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, also maybe on the welcome pack, you could add uh, Aram's Facebook, yeah. and her app, <laughs> and all that kind of yeah, thing. All, um, all yeah, all all of these services. <laughs> yeah. What Fantastic. about you, Karen? Would you like to share your? What would you like to change? Uh, I think you guys have pretty much covered everything. I, I, I do think that we need to find a way to bring the information to new, new, newly arrived uh, families and people, individuals, uh, in a more sort of accessible way. So the information is there, but it's all spread out, and it's very hard to find individual pieces of information hmm. that you need. So having it condensed in a package or on a website or an app or something like that, you know, something that Aaron might be able to, you know, implement is uh, is the way to go. And also incorporating intergenerational, oh um, yeah, relationships in there, Karen, because I'm looking at you. There's this young person that's like mm. my son's age, sure, and I'm thinking, yeah, there's that big cultural change for. And I keep going back to the children because that's the biggest change in my life at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think that you know it'd be good to, um, for. Those that are coming from overseas as well to see that there is going to be a big change Absolutely. in their child's life sure. because the child's going to be conforming to the westernized way of living as well. One hundred percent. Yeah, I I would like to share if we have time. Uh, yeah, I would sure. like to share something like th- that was a challenge for me as well. Like I came here along with my five years old daughter. Yeah, and I didn't have any fl- friends or family in Australia, so I plan to make my life. uh by myself and i plan to make my family according to my choice mm. normally we all have family uh, means god gifted families either we like them or not yeah. we have to accept it and we accept them but i thought why not i should add the people of my choice uh 
in my family, in mm. my global family, I can say. So when I got the the early one or two years were, you know, a struggling period and like trying to settle down. Once I settled down, then I planned. Uh, like I am here now, I am Australian citizen here and I want to live my life, the whole life in Australia. So uh, how would I uh, introduce uh, my uh, my culture to my daughter? Sure. Uh, as I am new here, I don't have any family and friends, so I won't be invited in anyone's wedding or birthday or anyone because I don't have at the moment. <coughs> so then I thought uh, no one can invite me, but I can invite mm. uh, someone. So this way I can portray my culture to uh, my daughter and to others as well. Fantastic. Normally in our uh, in our uh, cultural or religious uh, festivals, we invite people from our culture only and our uh, faith only. Then I changed the idea. I you flipped the script. Yes. Yeah. I am the one who always try to make the histories. Sure. <laughs> I'm a revolutionary person. Yeah. So then I thought, why not? Uh, again, this is another opportunity to mingle with the community and to bring other people uh, together sure. with me at, uh, at the personal level. And not, not as a community level, but at personal level. So I then uh, invited um, um, my different colleagues, I can say, and peers, which I was working with at different projects. So I invited them. They were all from different cultural backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I invited some uh, Pakistani uh, people as well. So they, it was new for them to see uh, people from different culture and different faith at the religious uh, or the cultural activity. Sure. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Aram. I think, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> uh. So thank you for joining me, guys. Aram, Shireen, and Adnan. You guys thank have been wonderful much. panelists and wonderful, wonderful co-hosts. Thanks for having uh, us. Yeah, no, well, thank you for coming on. <laughs> uh, this was the Cat in the New House coming to you live from Wyndham Live on Live FM, broadcasting to you from the Wyndham Education and Community Center. Like I said, we had Aram, Aram, Shireen and Adnan with myself Karan thank you so much for joining us today thank you across our community and across the world this is Rahima Karan Aram, Shireen and Adnan coming to you with the cut in the new house on the blue live on live FM